and it's Luke chapter 6, verses 46 to 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they're like. They are like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, a torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I, I sometimes think, I wish if, if I was in the audience listening to, or the congregation listening to Jesus, I wonder what I think, would think of him. Here he is, a carpenter. And what does this say? Those who hear my words and follow my instructions are wise. Those who don't are foolish. And I, I would be thinking, who does this carpenter think he is? Coming out with, what an arrogant man he is. And I remember my dad saying that they once had a man come to their church. And this, he came with his wife. He wasn't a Christian, didn't really want to be there. And he says, I've got nothing against church. He says, I quite like all the songs. I like meeting people and then chatting. He says, this is all this Jesus stuff that people keep going on about. If Jesus wasn't in church, it would be great. And that's what he actually said to my father. And my father just sunk down and said, if Jesus, if it wasn't for Jesus, none of us would be here. 2,000 years later, we are here because of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was not just a carpenter. Jesus is the creator of life itself. Jesus is the one who gave us life in the first place. Do you believe that? Oh, absolutely. And if it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be here today. Um, and, and he wants us to build our rock on him. So he is allowed to come out with these amazing statements, which if I said, listen to my words, you know, if you don't listen to my words, you're foolish. I might say that to Charlie. After all, he's just a monkey. But I wouldn't say it to you guys. I wouldn't say it to that. Uh, um, but Jesus said it, and he had the right to say it. And also there's a building a firm foundation. Um, I teach a lot of Bible verse songs and there's a huge amount in the Bible about learning verses and it's um, becoming more and more important now because there's all these memory caps and people have realised that things that you learn as a child actually stay with you right through your life. So I thought it'd be really good to, to do a Bible verse song and it goes like this, he's a rock, so can you do this? He's a rock, his works are perfect. So can you do that? His, rock, his works are perfect. Almost sound like a cat. Perfect. So he's a rock. His works are perfect. All his ways are just. And then we go, cha-cha-cha. Yes, it's that sort of rhythm. I can see you getting a bit worried now. But it goes, he's a rock. His works are perfect. All his ways are just. He's a rock. His works are perfect. All his ways are just. He's a faithful God who does no wrong. Upright and just is he. Look up chapter 32. 
Did you get that? 32 verse 4, a Deuteronomy. Cha-cha-cha. Look up chapter 32 verse 4, a Deuteronomy. Cha-cha-cha. Yes, isn't it good to be able to keep fit and learn words out of the Bible? And God, God actually puts verses in the Bible, songs, for people to, t- to learn. He said to Moses, teach my people this song. Not this particular one, but it's very similar actually to this. But he actually said, use music to teach my words to my people so they really remember them. We've got a little uh, PowerPoint. You see, what has a house and what has a tree got in common? What has a house and a tree got in common? A firm foundation or a deep? And why do they need that? Why do they need that? Think think of what they have to put up with. They have to put up with the sun blasting down on them occasionally in England, very occasionally, like last year. Or the storms raging against them. If they're on a busy road, they have to put up with the vibration from all the traffic. And yet they stand, year in, year out, they stand. Why do they keep standing? Well, let's just have a look at this PowerPoint. One or two pictures. Remember, uh, here they come, any second. I hope... Is it coming? It's, um, it is coming. Okay. It's taking a second to load. So that's the top of the tree, full of life, full of fruit, and it's alive, and that's how God wants us to be. But why is this tree like that? Because we don't see what's happening below the foundation. A strong root means that the tree won't fall. A strong root means that the tree will actually grow. A tree will grow. Even during a storm, a tree continues to grow. Don't you think that's tremendous? During a storm, I'm hiding away, but a tree continues to grow. Okay, this is taking slightly... Uh, um, a house. Did you know that the most important part of building a house is not what it looks like on top, it's actually what's underneath that matters. That's more important. You have to get the foundations right. And here are one or two things to help to try and maybe build a happy life. I think these are somebody else's ideas. This is the secular sort of world in one sense. They say healthier, happier, a balanced life, um, spending real time together, getting out and about. All of these are great, respect and listening. All of these are really good, a quiet time to think and reflect. But actually, as Christians, we believe there's more to having a strong foundation in our lives. Okay, thank you. I'm going to make Nick. Um, Andrew Martin is wonderful, isn't he? Yes, he is. His jokes aren't so nice. <laughs> no, his jokes are great. And I'm going to nick one of his stories, so if it wasn't for you. But um, you can decide whether this is a true story or not. But there were once three men, and they were stranded on, a, on an island. They'd been there for many, many years alone, just three guys. And then suddenly, um, a bottle. They saw a bottle in the sea, so they went out and they picked up the bottle. They grabbed the bottle, they brought it back in. And it was a little bit, it had a cork in, so they started to try and get the cork out. And it was a little bit dirty, so they started to rub the dirt off the bottle. And suddenly, out came a genie. So I don't think it is a real story. But the genie then said, oh, thank you, thank you. You've set me free from captivity. Thank you so much. You have set me free. And because of that, I would grant you three wishes. But there's three of you, so you all get one wish each. And the guys weren't sure, is this genuine? But the first one thought, and he thought, okay, 
get one wish each. If this is genuine, this is amazing. I, I have always wanted to go to Paris and stand outside the Eiffel Tower, stand in front of the Eiffel Tower, wow, and have my photo taken. Your wish is my command. Ping! And suddenly the man found himself standing. Yes, it had worked outside the Eiffel Tower, in, um, in front of the Eiffel Tower in Paris. One of the other guys, when he saw that happen, he thought, wow, this is genuine. And he said, I always wanted to go to Disneyland with my family. Your wish is my command. Ping! And straight away the man found himself standing in Disneyland with his family who he hadn't seen for ages. And the third man thought, oh, all my friends have gone. Oh, he said, I do miss them. I wish they were here. (laughs) I think Andrew told it better, but... I actually think that's a really powerful story, don't you? The choices that we make, we have to be so, so careful of the choices that we make. There's a lovely story in the Bible, a, a, bit, a little bit like this, and it's um, a story worth, well, oh, I've almost missed one out. I'll very briefly go into this story because our time is absolutely flying by. But can you imagine what it was like for Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve, God created this wonderful world. He gave them this wonderful garden. God said, enjoy. Enjoy the gift of life. He said, you can choose to do almost anything you like. There's just one tree in the garden that I want you to leave alone. This is my tree. It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, of good good and bad is what I often say to the children. He said, eat the fruit of all the other trees. Enjoy. Enjoy life. But not that one. It's my tree. Leave it alone. And Adam said, of course, God, that is your tree. We respect you. We love you. We won't touch your tree. Eve said the same. Of course, God, that's your tree. We've got thousands of trees we can enjoy. Thank you for the gift of life. And it says that God would actually walk and talk in the garden with Adam and Eve. Wow. Don't you think that's awesome? Wouldn't that be wonderful? And then one day, one day, Eve's in the garden, walking along, maybe enjoying a bit of fruit, when suddenly, psst, what's that? And there it is, a snake, a talking snake. And the snake looked at her and said, Yeah, have you tried the fruit off this tree? And Eve looked and said, Oh, 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 that, we're not allowed to eat the fruit off that tree. We're allowed to eat the fruit off all the other trees in the garden, but not that one. That's God's special tree. But why? Because it's God's special tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes, but why? Because God said so. Yes, but why? Oh, I do hate that why question. Don't you? And eventually, go on, try it. And the snake maybe lied a little bit. What? God said what? Oh, what a load of rubbish. You'll be as wise as God. Go on, try the fruit, try the fruit. I don't want to. I didn't want to until you put the thought into my head. And of course, who would you listen to in that situation? A snake or God? A snake who's sort of pretty prophetic compared to God, I mean. Who would you listen to? Who did she listen to? She listened to the snake. She made a bad choice. And that one little choice meant that that strong relationship, Adam and Eve walking in the garden with, with, um, with God, you know, God actually walked in the garden. It was broken. They had to leave the garden. That one small choice actually ruined their lives and not just their lives. If we believe this story is factual, it, moving to our lives too. That connection between us and God was broken all because of a bad choice. Who? And, and you go, of course, I'd never listen to a snake, but we do, don't we? There are people's lives who are totally ruined out there because they have listened to people out of their own mo- evil motives have 
given bad information, you know, persuaded, tempted you to do bad things, and lives have been ruined. So when I'm doing this with the children, I say, just be so, so careful who you listen to. Listen to the people who want you to grow and build a life and build your life on a firm foundation. Be careful. When you want to build a firm foundation in your life, be careful who you listen to because a bad choice can you ruin your life. And that's what happened to Eve because we wouldn't be like that, would we? We haven't made bad choices. Of course we have. We're human beings and we've all sometimes made bad choices. The beautiful thing is that God can help us to bounce back in life. And also, you know, just imagine if you were offered three wishes. What would you wish for? Who would wish for good looks like Smithy, the best looking guy on the planet? Is he here this morning? Yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. Who would like, you know, who would sort of go, oh, I want it. Oh. If I had three wishes, my first wish would be good looks. The best looking person on the planet. Who would vote for that? Who would choose that? Just me then. Oh. <laughs> Who would wish for power? The most powerful person on, on the planet. Just me again. <laughs> Who would wish for riches? You know it's amazing. With oh, Smithy, you've got it. And you've got the power. And he's got the looks. Some people you just want to... <laughs> well, it's a great, isn't it? When you're with a group of adults, they're all going, I'm not going to tell you. With children, they're all going, oh, that's... <laughs> but Solomon, you know the story of Solomon, who became a king as a young man. Basically, God gave him... A wish, he said, Solomon, because of your wonderful father who followed me, King David, I am going to basically, said, give you a wish. Whatever you want, I will give you. And Solomon could have said, well, yeah, I want to be the best looking king ever. But he didn't choose that. He could have said, I want to be the richest king ever. I want to be the most powerful king ever. But he didn't say that. What did he say? I want wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. He knew he was a young king having to lead a nation and he knew he couldn't do it on his own. He knew he couldn't do it on his own. And so he prayed, God, give me wisdom. Give me your wisdom. And I think that is a huge part of building a firm foundation. You see, we may not be a king, but I pray for wisdom. I pray that I make good choices good choices because I know they're bad choices can ruin things and I pray God I can't do life on my own I can't actually do it on my own I need your guidance I need to I want to lay my foundation I want to hear your words and I want to put your words into practice in my life and build a firm foundation I've got one more powerpoint that I'd like to do with you and then we finish with a song and then it's called um, the powerpoint is all about Good choices and bad choices in life. Good choices and bad choices. These are some of my bad choices. You see, bad choices, there's a plant, and it's called the Dodger plant or something like that. And did you know that, just before, does it, is that running on its own or is it? You're clicking it. Great. The Dodger plant is a plant that actually apparently it grows a little bit and then it starts to wrap itself around other plants, the stalks of other plants, and then it starts to squeeze. It starts to squeeze the life and the nourishment out of them. It starts to destroy those plants until eventually the dodger plant or the strangling weed is what it's often referred to. It actually doesn't have its own root at all. It is totally relying on its host plant. It is sucking the life out of that plant. It's sucking all the goodness out of it. And that's what bad habits can do. 
bad, bad choices can do. It can suck out the gift of life that God has given us. So be so careful. And I've just got a few lists of some of the, my bad habits and then trying to replace them with some good habits. And then we're going to look at some God habits, trying to build these into our lives. And then we will finish with the song, Jesus, Be the Centre of My Life. So can we look at these? Bad habits are like, I can't quite read it, trying to build without a foundation. Trying to build, it's like the juggling, trying to build without a foundation. They can strangle the life out of you. Okay. Good habits build a strong foundation and help you to enjoy life and to get the most out of life. God habits help us to get rooted and to be faithful in him. And help us to grow. Some of these bad habits which I can't quite see. Being greedy, being selfish. These are all bad habits. We're going to hopefully replace them soon with some good habits. Always wanting more. Is that like you? And, and, um, oh, can we go back to that one a little bit? Is that possible? Or don't worry, it's not. But um, being lazy. I can certainly be lazy. These are bad habits. Being rude. There's, the world is full of people like that. Including myself. We're all like this sometimes. Always losing things. Oh, that's me. Um, too tired to listen. Yeah. Okay, let's just replace those ones very simply. There's loads of bad habits we can be thinking about in our lives. How can we replace them with good habits? So let's replace them, these bad habits, with some sharing and caring. That's a good habit. Let's get into these habits. Being grateful for what you have, binning litter, you know, um, sleep on time, tidying up, being polite. This is something I do in RE day. So if you're thinking this is so obvious, it's not to some of the children I work with. And it's important to teach some of these things. But let's move on to the God habits. Growing, to grow in faith. Believe and trust in God. To grow in faith, learn to listen, learn to follow. To grow in faith, love God, love others. To grow in faith, read his word, read the Bible. To grow in faith, spend time with him in prayer. And I think there's more, there's more. Are these something that you want to do in your life? Is there more? Oh, Hey there. To grow in faith. Take action. Show compassion. The more you do for other people, somehow the more you know that God is with you as you're doing it. And you grow in faith. To grow in faith, join his family, the church. To grow in faith, be kind and shine your light. To grow in faith, share the good news of Jesus. To grow in faith, be wise and follow God. So that's my prayer. Is that your prayer? Whether you're child in a school listening to an RE day. You know, you are actually allowed to say that in schools. You just say, this is what Christians believe. And then you can say it <laughs> and get away with it. But um, that's my prayer for my life. Let's just finish. Is it your prayer for your life? Let's finish by singing, Jesus, be the center. The one who created life. Lord, show me how to live my life. Be the center. Father God, um, we, people in, in what the world know how important it is to build a foundation and they talk about more sleep and getting a balance in life and, and all this is really good and having time to rest and time to play and all of that's great. But you're the one who created life. You're the one who created it. You're the one who knows how it should be lived. You're the wise builder. You're the, you're the faithful builder. And help us not to be like Eve, getting sucked away or strangled or getting into bad habits, being strangled by weeds. But help us to keep our eyes focused on you and help us to make you the centre of our lives and to choose to follow you daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.